Welcome to the Think Really podcast. We're so excited that you are here with us. This is our live edition of the podcast. Um, as we're actually sitting in Tampa, uh, Florida, uh, at our conference uh, this, this week and excited to bring a lot of guests to you uh, live. And so we've got a great guest for you in just a second. But before we get to that guest, let me say a quick thank you to our sponsor. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Streamline Funding. Streamline helps builders grow by providing high leverage loans. Uh, less down, more working capital to keep your projects moving and your portfolio growing. Get your deal done today by visiting StreamlineFunding.com or by calling 512-250-8575. Again, that's StreamlineFunding.com. Uh, our guest today uh, is a longtime friend of mine, uh, someone that I've known and admired for years. Uh, a guy that's uh, done uh, business well, and uh, he's done a lot of various things. And so I want to welcome to the podcast, Tom Olson. Tom, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Eddie. Appreciate you having me on. It's a nice sunny day this morning in Tampa, right? <laughs> it is a nice sunny day. Is it hotter in Tampa or hotter in Indiana? Uh, it's about the same right now. This okay. year it's been weird. So we, we, we opened up a second market in Pensacola. Okay. So we've been back and forth, and it's just... Uh, very cool. It's been, sometimes it's been hotter in Indiana than Florida, yeah. and it is what it is. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're obviously in one of the, the biggest undulations we've seen in the marketplace in the past five, six years. Um, yep. Probably since, you know, 2010. 12 years, maybe. Yeah, 12 <laughs> <Ten> years. years. <laughs> and so, and it's been quite a ride. And I know that um, a lot of the groups that you speak at, you've been kind of warning of this moment for a little while. You've been talking a lot about preparation for this moment. Um, if you don't mind, before we jump into where we are and what the economy looks like, just kind of like talk about your, your current model, the businesses you have, uh, what you're doing from a, a business standpoint. Sure. So uh, we, when people ask me what I do, I always say I pretty much build and manage investments for investors. Like that's really who my avatar is. I don't, I'm not really a fix and flipper, although we do. I'm not really a landlord, although we own a lot of properties. I'm not really a property manager, although we have a property management company that we have, we manage almost 500 doors now. Um, so we, we do, um, that's what we do. We build and manage rental portfolios, lending portfolios, and now we have a fund as well that people can invest in that's great. Um, for accredited investors. And we have kind of, and so some of this stuff has kind of happened over the last two years. Um, my wife just opened up a brokerage, full scale brokerage as well. So. As you know, I used to have the Good Success Mastermind, used to be a part of that, and it, it was great, but it was taking up a lot of my time. And once I kind of like decided to go away from that, I said, okay, let's do lending, let's start the fund, let's start the brokerage, let's do some other businesses that I think are really scalable. Mm -hmm. um, and so th that, that's what we do. We buy and sell um, a bunch of houses in Olson Group Network. I, my background's construction, so I actually helped other investors flip 300 homes before I ever got into this business myself. Mm -hmm. So we still, I'm a licensed contractor all over Northwest Indiana as well. Property management company, our investment company, um, we have short-term rentals, long-term rentals, vacation rentals, an ATM portfolio. Um, we do loans, we do um, some other just various investments in that company as well. Um, Good Success now um, has turned into kind of just doing some free stuff for the community. So we do free calls each month and uh, we do a free event each year. So that's really about me and I try to make it so I don't have a job in the business as much as I possibly can. Um, so I also do some consulting and, and I've written three books as well, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff. So that's, that's great. That's what I spend my time doing and that's what sure. we do for investors. It's nice that you're diversified across lending and investing and, you know, managing investors' capital and their assets. Um, 
with the current marketplace. You know, we've seen a historic rise in interest rates in the past, you know, few Time. few weeks, months. Um, there's an impending rise again. You know, most people believe that Powell raised interest rates another half a point, 0.75%, you know, within the next 30 days or so. Um, what are you doing and what are you saying to those investors that are trusting you with their capital or with their properties about your belief in where this marketplace goes? Boy, I'm not sure how if we have time for all of that, but um, I will give it a stab. Uh, so I, I will say if you're on the retail side of, mar of the market right now, if you're a fix and flipper, um, we probably have two or three houses, honestly, that are kind of sitting right now in that, in that, in that. Um, and I'll be honest with you, kind of leading up to this, you know, I felt like I kind of already went through that wave of fear early, and now everybody else is kind of hitting that wave. Um, I did a lot of prayer, soul searching, just a lot of like, hey, what, what, what is our next move? And I kind of um, just announced it at our quarterlies, and I've really like, gone through this with our, with our teams. We're really actually gonna go back to wholesaling AB markets, which I haven't wholesaled mm -hmm. in eight years, I think now, maybe, maybe seven years. But um, we're going back to wholesaling AB markets and the turnkey model. Because the thing is, like 1% turnkeys work in every market. It doesn't really matter. Sure. Um, and it's interesting because like, we still have a ton of turnkey investors that still want to buy properties from mm -hmm. us. We, we, we don't have, it's never been a problem with demand on, to be able to sell those. The problem for us the last two years is that same 120 to 150 property that rents for 12 to 1500, like we could sell on the retail market for 200. And mm -hmm. so it was kind of like for us, we were kind of forced into doing some different things. Um, but I'm kind of excited to get back to that investor base mm -hmm. and get back to being able to help, you know, our investors build their portfolios. Um, you know, if you want to look at the economy and where we're going and what my thoughts are on things, I will say, I still remember, and it's funny because one of the people that me and you know, Glenn Stromberg, um, actually, I was just in an event with him and he announced to everybody, he's like, Tom Wilson was right, I was wrong. He was one of the people in 2017 that said, the market's going down. Like, and I'm like, no, like, there's no data that shows this. There's no, there's no warning signs. It's just made up fear from, and guess what? Like 2017, they said that, 2018, they said that, 2009. I mean, it was just like, it never ended. It was always gonna crash, right? And I'm like, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, if you say it's gonna crash, for long enough, eventually you'll be right and eventually sure. you'll be the hero, I guess. And if you want to sell books and if that's what your game is, then fine. But like for the real people that are really doing the work and understand what's going on in the market, it was never going to happen. You, you knew it. I mean, I remember you kind of saying the same thing mm -hmm. during that time period of time. But last year and the beginning of this year, things changed. Mm -hmm. And I started saying in January of this year, hey, it's, it's, it's happening. Like, there are fundamental cracks now that are happening. And interest rates were still low. Mm -hmm. And we were telling everybody, refinance as much as you can, get as much long-term debt as you can at these long, is these short-term rate, I mean, these you know, low rates. Um, and we were doing as much as we possibly could ourselves as well. Um, but today, I mean, if you, if, if you ask me what I really think is gonna happen, I believe that they will continue to push on interest rates probably to the end of this year. If, if, if you ask me, I think that we'll probably have two, three, maybe even four more interest rate hikes. I don't think long-term it's sustainable. I don't think that the federal government can, can pay the interest on it, on, on our own debt. Um, and I think eventually, you know, next year, maybe in 2024, at some point, like they'll, they'll have to ease up and we'll probably get back down to these mm -hmm. historically low rates. Um, and I still see a ton of cash in the market. There's still a bunch of cash. Um, and until that cash gets flushed out, I think it's gonna be a hard, it's gonna be really hard 
for, for us to have a long-term mm -hmm. depression. So I'm not trying to say that there is no blood in the streets because there will be. I still think that, the, that we, I think the stock market's still going down. I think crypto's still going down. I think any equity you got in your property over the last two years is already gone. Mm -hmm. You just don't realize it yet. Um, so I think if you're going to sell, it's probably not a great time to sell. Um, I, I told my investors the last two years, it may be time to sell. Now I'm telling my investors, no, if you're trying to sell, like, let's just hold on. Let's mm -hmm. wait. Let, let's wait this out. Rents have increased. Um, and let's just, you know, wait till that next, yeah. you know, bull run. So that's, that, that, that's my philosophy. It's kind of where I'm sure. moving my own chips. Um, the other thing that I think is a dynamic that, you know, since we're in Florida, we probably should talk about it. I mean, everybody's moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. I, it's just insane. So I started a market in Pensacola, Florida. I always like those markets that nobody else really thinks about. You know, sure. like you can have the Miamis, right. you can have those. Like I don't want to be any part of Orlando, mm -hmm. but give me those markets that are kind of like they're sleeping mm -hmm. little markets, um, and the jobs that are surging there, and all the military that's there um, is just a very stable. I don't, I, and it's not the prices haven't gone berserk like they have all sure. around the rest of the, the state. So. Um, I believe that Florida's probably more insulated than a lot of the rest of the country because of so many people moving here. Um, so I think that Florida is a little different, a different play, different flavor. It's interesting because the people that are investing in Florida haven't even felt this until about now. Like they're starting to hear rumblings, but like we've been feeling it for 90 days already in different markets in different yeah. parts of the country. Yeah, so let me give you a couple of quick stats and I wanna hear just uh, thoughts on those real quick and then I wanna get to uh, something else. We're still, there's still, even though the interest rates have risen, we're still six and a half million mm -hmm. homes underbuilt. There's still yep. a demand, uh, there's still a buyer demand currently of, that's not being serviced of six and a half million homes. Not, not apartment complexes, but true homes. Mm -hmm. um, interest rates today, even if uh, Powell raises the interest rates here in the near future, 0.75 still are beneath where we were in the Obama administration. And, even though inflation uh, has gone up $450 on average per American consumer, the average wage for Americans has actually gone up over $1,300 since the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. What do you think about when you hear those numbers? I mean, does it, just, does it just solidify what you just said? I think in a way, yes. In a way, I feel like it's... Data is funny thing. You know, mm -hmm. facts are funny things. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a better way to, to... So the facts say, like, people shouldn't be having fear right now, mm -hmm. right? But reality is, like, consumer sentiment's as low as it's been mm -hmm. since 2008. I mean, are, we, have the least, we have the least popular president of all time. Yeah. Um, so when you have consumer a lot of... Confidence consumer down, confidence Consumer right? All these things yeah. are super low, so that's going to affect behaviors. Mm -hmm. So... You know, with, with all that being said, like, I, and that's partly why I think why a lot of the people, a lot of the institutions, a lot of people that I talk to don't really believe this is going to be long-lived. It, it is a short-lived. And I think as soon as, as soon as there's a change and you can see a change for the better, all this money that's sitting on the sidelines is just going to dump right back in. Mm -hmm. So I really just feel like this is going to be this short-lived, mm -hmm. maybe one year. And I, I, mean, I say short, it could be a year. It could right. be two years. I don't know. Like, yeah. But I do feel like it's going to pop back up is, is, sure. is my belief and my, yeah. and that's how I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm operating because of what you said. Like, you know, there is still a shortage of single family homes for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna dispute that. Um, there is also population movement mm -hmm. that we haven't seen before. You know, sure. California lost population for the first time in its history, I think, mm -hmm. or something in the last couple yeah. of years. 
Um, so, so many people are moving to different areas. And even if you go back to 2008, you, you remember there's markets that crashed, like Boston, like went half, like $600,000 house in Boston was like 300,000. And then you had a, a market like Dallas, barely moved at all. Right. You know, right. the rents actually softened in Dallas, which is actually strange to me because yeah. they didn't soften anywhere else that I remember in the country. But a lot of my Texas investors will remind me in 2008, like we had to lower our rents. I don't remember that we raised rents. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were in Northwest Indiana in our area and we raised rents. I can remember them going from 1100 to 1200. I mean, that's, that, that's yeah. what they were back then. Um, so I think you're right. Like we are short in housing. Um, supply and demand eventually will rule out. That's the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And that's why I back to what, why I'm kind of excited about going back into this. If I can offer 1% turnkey rentals to my investors, I know long-term it's gonna be a good yeah. investment for them. And then obviously if you're wholesaling, it gives you first access to the deals. It, it kind of puts you back on the street, making sure that you know if there is blood on the street, if there is opportunity that you're there. you know Exactly, and I'm wholesaling A, B markets, you know, right. turnkey B, C right. markets type right. of deal. So like, right. that's, that's my mind. And if the A markets do drop dramatically, mm-hmm. I won't be, I won't have to sure. take that. You know, right. I won't have to take that loss. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's kind of like yeah. how, and honestly, like we've just been more conservative on our lending, um, you know, just being careful with our ARVs and making sure that you know three month ago comps aren't the comps we're using today. Sure. Um, and uh, so that's kind of how we're trying to make sure that we stay safe, our investors stay safe, and long term we can ride this out because I really do think. I mean, it's funny, you got somebody like Dave Ramsey that says you're never going to find a house cheaper than it is today. Well, I think he's a little bit wrong. It might go down a little bit, but I, I do believe when he says it'll be more expensive in five years from now, mm-hmm. he's probably right. Like right. The, the, all these houses that we think are overinflated and yeah. too high right now are probably going to be more expensive five yeah. years from now and he, definitely more expensive Statistically, years he can't be wrong, right? Like since, <laughs> eight, since 1897, we've never had a five-year period in the American history. It. Since 1897, exactly. yep. where houses haven't increased some. Right. Yep. So um, last last quick thing here. I know we're, we're kind of wrapping up, but um, I know you've had a big year of giving back and that's a, a big part of your heart is to give back. And I know you've been kind of like out of the country and doing various things. Do you mind just kind of like giving us an overview of of what that's looked like and, and where that's going in the future? I, I'd love to. And um, my, my heart is that I have two big goals in my life. One is to flip the city of Gary, Indiana, um, and one is to give away a billion dollars. And I kind of felt in 2020, you know, we, we were all scared here in the United States. We had no idea how bad this pandemic was going to be. We had no idea, you know, you know, there's so many talking heads, so many different ways to think about it. But the one thing I did know was that there was people that had it way worse than I did. Mm-hmm. The thing I did know is that people in Peru that live, you know, where they have to go to work, they get, they get money today, and then they go to the store and buy food that they can eat tonight and then they do the same thing the next day. There's no thought of investments and future and you know building a legacy or build, you know all those things that we get to enjoy here in the United States. Um, so I said, you know, I, and I, it was almost like God was telling me, hey, like if I gave you a billion dollars, where would you give it? Mm-hmm. Who would you give it to? And I couldn't honestly give him a great answer. Mm-hmm. And I felt convicted of that. So I kind of went down this journey where I've been to eight different countries. Um, in the last 12 months, and I have I already have plans to go to um, Costa Rica for spring break and see a missionary. I already have plans to go to Thailand um, in February. Um, I've been to Belize. We I helped the, our, our seniors go to to go to Belize on their on their senior trip. Um, I've been to Poland to help with Ukrainian refugees and, and, a, and a missionary over there that that's 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 having you know health issues. 
um, been to Ireland, been to Guatemala, El Salvador, and, 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 and to me, like, every single time I leave a missions trip, like, I always feel the same type of things. It's three things that hit me every time. First of all, these people have nothing, most of the time. Now, Europe is a whole different ballgame, okay? So, like, just, just cut that out of there. But Poland and, and they're, they're, they're very similar, you know, to the United States. But a lot of these other mission trips you go to, people have nothing and they don't know they have nothing. They're happy and thankful. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, second of all, we are spoiled in the United States. So a lot of the stuff that we even talked about today, like, yeah. first world problems, really. Right. Like, um, and third of all, the people that are there, the people that are, you know, that have these orphanages, these people that have these missions out in different countries, they need our help. They need mm-hmm. our prayers. They need our money. They also need connection. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I think is a surprise to most people that they're longing for somebody to reach out to them and just text them and say, hey, how's it going? I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just challenge anybody that's out there right now, like go on a trip, go on a missions trip. I believe it'll change your life. Get your kids to go on a missions trip and mm-hmm. see how the rest of the world lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to me, like I, I, there's, there's no sense in having a bunch of money if like you're just gonna die with a bunch of money. I mean, that's just, there's just a whole lot more to life than that. And, I, and you know, my whole statements are be a conduit, not a bucket, work to have to give. There should be a purpose much bigger than ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we do our business. Um, if it wasn't for that, like honestly, me and my wife would have a little business. We wouldn't have 32 employees. We wouldn't be doing all the stuff for all the investors that we do. Um, I do it so I can spend time, so I can focus on that give part of, of my legacy yeah. and, and my life. It's awesome. No, I really appreciate that. I know that that's kind of that common bond that you and I share. Um, if you don't mind, how do I, you know, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find you? I know you have the Olson Group and you have a lot of different companies. Sure. But what's the easiest way to find you on? So if you're looking uh, for turnkeys, I would say to just go to the Active Turnkey podcast. It's, it's really, a, it, we, we have a fun time with it. Me and Jared do it. Um, we do video and audio. Um, so you can find us on all the different platforms or you just go to you know Spotify or wherever you could do your podcasts and go to the Active Turnkey podcast. I do have the Good Success podcast, which have, we have about 30, 300 episodes, I believe, on that um, that we've recorded. Um, also, goodsuccess.com. We, um, I've been doing free calls. Mm-hmm. So just like... I used to do the mastermind. I still have this little bit of urge to kind of give back and like bring community together. So we do a free call once a month. Um, this next call, I'm actually doing a call with a roundtable discussion with experts that I know that are that we're just trying to answer, answer the question that we answered today. Like, what's going on in the economy? What's going on in the housing market? What are you doing? What what pivots are you doing? Um, so and, and and we've been actually honestly talking about crypto as well because I believe crypto is kind of one of these hidden things that the technology is going to change even what we do in, in real estate sure. um, over the next you know so many years. But um, and then we do a free event each year. We started this in 2020 um, called the the Real Estate Free for All, and it's free for all the attendees. Um, I do ask that people go online and get a ticket because I only have so many. My my place only seats 100 people. Um, but we have a great time. It's just we try to have fun, um, be educational, and also connect and kind of a little bit mastermind and try to get everybody you know connected and try to see if we can help different people with different connections that, that, that they may need um, as well. And we, and we just have a really good fun time with it. And that's all on goodsuccess.com. So those, that's probably the best places to find us. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Thanks for the insight. Uh, just one more quick thank you to our sponsor. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Streamline Funding. Streamlined uh, funding helps builders grow by providing capital uh, for high leverage loans. Less down, more working capital to keep your projects moving and your portfolio growing. Get your deal done today by visiting StreamlineFunding.com or calling 
8575. Well, there you have it. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank uh, Realty listener uh, and viewer. I appreciate uh, you being a part of the podcast today. Uh, make sure you go on and follow Tom Olson. Uh, check him out. Watch his podcast. Uh, follow what these guys do. They do fantastic work. Have a great day and happy investing. Mm-hmm.